Welcome back to Weed Chat. We're taking another look at concentrates this week. This time, specifically, the different extraction methods that you see in vape cartridges. Weed Chat about it. Well, hello everyone. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we have Gorilla with us again this week. Oh yeah. Did you miss us? Yes. Yes, it's <laughs> nice to uh, to be sitting in my studio chair. Familiar yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, I miss talking about weed. I love talking about weed, so it's one of my favorite things to do. Well, I mean, <laughs> that is kind of the reason we started a podcast talking about weed is because, you know, you talk about weed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I missed you guys, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I understand. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as the uh, intro said, we're uh, we're gonna take another look at concentrates again. This episode, uh, <laughs> there is so much to talk about when it comes to concentrates. There's definitely gonna be more concentrate episodes in the future. Like it's it's just gonna happen. <laughs> um, so this week we thought we thought we would focus a little bit more on some of the different extraction methods. Uh, we wanted to really get into. Um, a few specific topics like we mainly wanted to talk a little bit about like resin versus rosin and like the difference there and kind of you know segue that into the different extraction methods that you see in vape carts available on the market yeah yeah i mean well we can start with the obvious uh question resin versus versus rosin the biggest difference is solvent based right uh like I mentioned before, rosins are natural. They're pressed out. You just need heat and pressure, and you can press a rosin. Uh, you could do that with a hair straightener. You can do it with a rosin press. It's a much easier process <laughs> if you have a proper rosin press, although much they're expensive. <laughs> yes. But you can get a really nice product from the press, and it's it's literally just heating up and melting off the trichomes from the bud. So we're getting all the good stuff. Yeah, getting all the goodies. Then with your resin, you're going to use a solvent. Uh, we did talk about this with our other concentrates episode back in season one. Yeah. But we tried, well, we want to try and make it a little more simple. Yeah, yeah, we kind of wanted to break it down a little bit more and, um, you know, revisit it with it. I really believe this will be like a yearly update with the state of the industry and concentrates as it stands at the time because it's constantly evolving oh yeah like so we'll always need to update everyone including ourselves every time we sit down to do a concentrates episode there's so much research that goes into it beforehand and then we end up coming up with like a list of stuff and we like okay we gotta we gotta keep it short keep it at this otherwise we're gonna be you know recording a two-hour episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it might mean that like we'll mention some companies in this but it's not even like a drop in like the sea of what is concentrates in canada right now yeah we're we're focusing on just like a few of the like more common ones that we've seen kind of thing but there are there's lots more brands for pretty much every category that we are going to get into um (laughs) we just for time's sake decided we weren't going to just sit here and list off like 20 brands for like (laughs) one extraction type (laughs) oh yeah 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 we figured try and pick some of the products that are known across 
across Canada. That way, it's a little bit more widely recognized. Yeah. And accessible for all of you guys. I mean. Yeah. We say these, even though apparently a majority of our audience is outside of Canada. So thank you for listening, I guess. (laughs) So when you guys come up for like a a weekend getaway. You'll be well versed with the Canadian (laughs) recreational market. (laughs) You'll be like, I know what carts to get. I mean, a lot of the stuff that does happen in the States is very similar to the stuff that's going on here. And especially with a lot more States starting to legalize it in the past little bit. Like I've heard of like a few couple of different States legalizing it lately. They're, they're getting there. Almost. They're getting there. I think they're like just under 50% of the States have legalized it now or something like that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So it's, and I I mean, mean, they're in the legalization sandwich. Because, you know, Canada is federally legal and then so is Mexico. Yeah. So they're just like behind the sandwich time. Peer pressure. Yeah. Do it. Come on, guys. (laughs) Give in. Let's just have a green. People listening to this have the power to just snap their fingers and boom, it's legal. I mean, it's very wishful thinking, but one of these days. Okay. Well, before we get too far down that tangent, <laughs> was there anything else you really wanted to say about like the resin versus rosin kind of thing? Like, um, I mean, there's there's really not much more to say about it. Uh, resins are solvent based. Rosins are solventless. You know, uh, that's that's really your biggest difference between the two. Yeah. All right, well, let's start getting into, you know, the nitty gritty, the vapes. So obviously the first category I feel like we need to touch off on because it's where vapes started off, especially here in Canada. It's, I'd still say a majority of the vapes on the market are all distillate vapes. Yeah, yeah. Um, The biggest thing with distillate is it is a distilled product, right? So it is pretty much just pure THC. And if you think back to the episodes where we've talked about the entourage effect and how everything works together in the plant, terpenes, cannabinoids, flavonoids, all of them work together to give you a full experience. So distillates, they're gonna have that high THC value to it. They're gonna be a more pure THC product, but they're also gonna be lacking in a lot of those terpenes. They have to be re-added in. So the biggest differences are gonna be looking if they're phyto, terpenes so from the plant itself from the cannabis plant Mm -hmm. or botanical terpenes which generally are the same terpenes just produced by a different plant yeah i've seen a lot lately of like i find with like the distillate vapes you don't necessarily get like strain specific distillate vapes you get the distillate vapes where they've you know they've just extracted it usually they just use a blend even to get their distillate and then they'll use botanical terpenes to flavor it like a certain thing like some of the ones we want to talk about today like i think the first one you have listed here is general admission they do a lot of distillate vapes and like they say they're i think they kind of do more along the lines like phytoterpene because they do have like the you know their tropic gsc right which is supposed to be a tropic girl scout cookies it's kind of supposed to be like you know, tastes like a Girl Scout cookie strain, but more tropical. So that's kind of more like Fido. 
I mean, with general admission, they'll actually do an alcohol extraction as well. Um, so if they're doing, like, let's say, like a cold ethanol extraction, that means that they could keep a lot of those volatile terpenes. So they could keep those terpenes and just extract them all. Um, so they have them all in their own pure forms, separate from one another before adding them back in. So yeah, if they were using phytoterpenes, that would make a lot of sense, especially if it were a cold alcohol, like cold ethanol extraction. So like f the company Fido also does like some distillate vapes and they do, which is one of the ones we wanted to talk about today as well. And they do a blue raspberry and uh it is like okay first of all i love blue raspberry nothing <laughs> in this world tastes better than me than blue raspberry but they did this cart and it's amazing uh and it's botanically topped up and it's one of my favorite things and i usually am super in the phyto camp but they can do some really amazing flavors with like just like raw but like botanical terpenes oh yeah another one of the brands we had listed it was a good supply they do botanical terpenes like they're oh, they have the their purple, purple monkey, monkey oh. cut that tastes like grape candy so good like, oh yeah yeah it's what really well known it was one of the more popular ones um and then just just to jump back to phyto real quick uh the blue raspberry one specifically that chair was speaking about they they actually take terpenes directly from the raspberries yeah. Oh. So yeah, so you're still you're getting Delicious. that true raspberry flavor, and it may not necessarily have been from a cannabis plant, but no, it's no, still plant derived terpenes. They're still natural. It's still oh. you know delicious. So the benefit here to phyto versus botanical when you're talking terpenes, phytoterpenes are going to be more true to what you would get when it comes to smoking the plant itself. If you were to just smoke a joint or smoke a bowl, you feel that original effect of, of smoking cannabis. Yes. And then, you know, if there's like a cart that's like a specific strain to like a strain you know you like you're gonna want the more the terpenes that are more true to the actual strain itself because then it's gonna be a truer know, effect yeah the effect you're used to however botanical terpenes those are gonna be more flavorful so if you're looking for a vape that tastes like blue raspberry you're gonna want botanical terpenes the effects might not be exactly what you'd expect from smoking a joint but you're going to have a more flavorful experience and you'll still get that high from the THC distillate. And who's expecting a joint to taste like blue raspberry? <laughs> Actually, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a cool one to touch on would probably be Ness. Yeah. Um, they do a little bit of a hybridized distillate. So they'll use phytoterps from the plant, but then they also top it up with botanical terps. And that's how you get that really flavorful experience that they, that they can give. Yeah, like they do their ninja fruit and it's just like it's such a juicy and like tasty berry experience. Ooh, <laughs> tasty yeah. berry fruity. Yeah, yeah, that actually just makes me think of uh, the jackfruit cart oh. that they have. It's uh, jackfruit's a juicy fruit jack herrera cross. Oh. And to me the vape cart tastes like juicy fruit gum. <laughs> So, so and that's like that's like the thing. It's like the best of both worlds because like they use both the phyto and the botanical, right? It's like so you're getting the true effects from the strain that they are saying that it is. And so it's strain specific, but then they're also topping it up with botanical to give it that extra little like flavor punch. Yeah, yeah. something more appealing. Yeah, it's quite tasty as well. <laughs> they nail it. Yeah. 
Um, I think that's pretty much all the brands we wanted to mention with Distillate. I do want to, like, put out there, though, that, like, one of the things with Distillate, especially with, like, the botanically flavored ones, I find, like, the ones that use a lot of, like, terpene flavoring, I find, for me, and some other people have also told me this as well, but, like, it can sometimes kind of irritate your throat a little and make you cough more than, like, a more like a full spectrum or like a live resin cart would because it's kind of a little more like perfumey in some senses yeah uh i mean another another thought behind that too could just be the the purity of the thc it's a thc distillate and thc itself is harsh to smoke it's going to give you that that raw feeling in your throat yeah um the one that makes you cough so kind of a couple different reasons why like the distillate ones might be a little more harsh. So if like you're finding you're not really liking the vapes, try and pay attention to what the, like what type of concentrate is in the vape cart. If it's a distillate one, it might just be too harsh for you. Page flip. <laughs> We're gonna go into the resin versus like rosin vape carts. Because there's companies that do both resin and rosin. There's some companies that do just resin. There's some companies that do rosin. There's some companies that do live resin, live rosin. There's it, This is kind of like a whole can of worms, and that's why we've had to limit ourselves to just a few brands to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with live resin versus resin. What is the difference between live and cured? Yeah, that seems like a good place to start kind of explain the difference between them so then we can kind of just then talk about brands from there. Yeah. So, I mean, the easiest way to say it is live versus cured. It's how they process the plant after harvest. Is it still a live plant? Did they harvest it, take that live plant and flash freeze it so they can keep all of the terpenes and all of those oils without them evaporating and having the chance to dissipate? Or... Did they take the plant and actually put it through a curing and hanging and drying process before then processing and extracting? During that curing process, you will lose a lot of volatile terpenes. However, it also gives you the chance to lose, or sorry, break down the chlorophyll in the plant. I mean, it's super interesting, like, to think about how, like, these processes of, like, flash freezing and then, like, the entire extraction process for these things is done when unlike the, unlike the, well, solvent extraction side of things. And I'm, like, I'm quite impressed to see them, like, in carts. I don't know if that's dumb, but (laughs) it's, it's impressive to me. I mean, so the difference there, having it in the cart, having it live versus cured, is you have a higher terpene percentage in the end. You have a more full experience of the plant. Um, Because it is being extracted, you don't really have to worry about the breakdown of the chlorophyll. So curing isn't absolutely necessary when it comes to extracting, especially if it is a solvent-based extraction. You're putting everything through a whole bunch of, of... uh, filters, if you will, to to catch all the plant matter and just have those essential oils left over from the plant. Mm-hmm. So when you do that after flash freezing it, you still have a higher content of terpene, cannabinoid, flavonoid, all of that. The oils themselves haven't had the chance to necessarily evaporate yet. 
Whereas during a curing process, they will, and you may lose some of that terpene content. So there's pluses and minuses. Yeah. 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 That, that's why we really wanted to like do this episode is so that we could kind of focus on each one a bit and explain the differences and get the pros and cons out there so that you can decide. Like I know a lot of people who have tried vapes and didn't like them and didn't want to try them again because they were probably just smoking the wrong type of vape. I've, I've had some people who love the distillate ones. I've had some people who hate the distillate and only go for live resin or live rosin. And there's other people out there who don't care and will smoke at all. Like, oh yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, for the most part, me too. I find there's there are a couple of brands that make me cough more than others. That is hundred percent fair. But I find I will just flip between them and then like the brands that do make me cough more i try to only get like the the half gram cartridges and just kind of like sparingly use them and use the other ones i like more <laughs> fair yeah so i'm very much the uh, the consumer that you described where i i didn't like vapes at the beginning i just wasn't a fan of them they didn't really hit the way that i wanted um and even still i'm not a huge fan of the distillate vapes i'll i'll vape them because i don't mind the flavors yeah but i i generally don't go back and vape and vape and vape on those ones but the ones that i have found recently that i really enjoy vaping on regularly are like our full spectrums or our live resins or honey oils one of the the more fuller the fuller experienced uh concentrates yeah and i've like i, I mean uh, harken back to our like old episode uh where in which i was a huge fan of honey oil still am um <laughs> i just yeah i truly believe that some of these like solventless uh extractions are like really the way that we should be trending because it's just so much more like inclusion of like the entire plant and you're getting all of those like base level well not base level but but like the terp the terpenes that you expect and the feelings you expect um that's just like a personal thing like the flavors <laughs> are i i believe they're great but the effects kind of what we should be chasing well before we get too far into honey oil let's mention some of the brands that do like resin and rosin carts yeah we wanted to talk about uh, premium five and rad specifically because both of them do a resin and rosin cart yes yeah yeah specifically like you know live yes yeah yeah which is really cool to see because uh they're using their hydrocarbon extractions for premium five stuff and it's all like we looked into this it's all frozen whole bud so they'll take the whole bud they'll flash freeze it immediately after the harvest and then they'll do a hydrocarbon extraction from that so the reason that having a whole bud extraction is nice is because that means there was no time for any trimming um it wasn't broken down you didn't lose any of those precious trichomes in the process maybe a couple just from the movement of the plant but very little because it wasn't manufactured or moved around much um, and then rad is interesting because they actually use a BHO extraction so they use butane instead um, which is I mean very similar to hydrocarbon but uh, they're using a completely different solvent um, BHO has a very similar boiling point to ethanol generally they can get a little bit colder with 
and they don't have to worry too much about losing any of the volatiles. Whereas BHO can be a little bit more dangerous if you're not sure what you're doing. It's also a little cheaper to do because butane's not not very expensive. It's for the professionals only. Yes. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, it's a great process because it's uh it's inexpensive. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what you're doing, please don't. Not recommended for novices. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Um, I know there was a couple other brands that you had listed here that you kind of wanted to touch on as well. Um, Dab Bods does some live resin stuff. Yeah, they uh, they started doing a couple of infused pre-rolls too, and I'm pretty sure they were a live resin infused joint, which was oh amazing. Yeah, yeah, I've seen their blueberry live resin infused ones. Yeah, so speaking of live resin stuff, if you pop a tube of that and you smell it, it the smell hits you. Like you can really smell the terpene profile in there. It's astounding. Oh yeah, and I mean long lines of dab bods you know they're done by stigma stigma does also have their white angel and black angel um lines and vape carts yep they do live resin and live rosin i think they're live rosin actually that sounds right to me yeah yeah but yeah so they're they're starting to get out there too and do some really nice like live rosins as well um also another company that does some really nice live stuff is a uh, gray beard yeah yeah, they've been doing some cool things. Um, I like what I like what Greybeard does with their concentrates. I'm really interested, honestly. I'm I'm curious to see where they go. Um, I know that there was a recent buyout with Aurora, so. No, oh, yeah. I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out. Hopefully, Aurora's smart and just lets them continue to do their own thing and is just basically giving them more resources because <laughs> that would be amazing. And I think that would be a smart move for Aurora too if they you know bought out these companies but took a step back. And didn't try and, you know, push themselves too thin. And it's like, oh, their medical stuff was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was once they had to ramp up production, though, and the demand became too much for what they, they could handle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, that's all the brands we had listed for resin versus rosin. I mean, it, it kind of all seems confusing when they're all together in a store and whatnot. But it's it's pretty simple when you break it down and you think about it. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, as uh, Cherub already mentioned, uh, the next one we wanted to talk about was uh, honey oil vape cartridges. And uh, I want to throw this out there right now. Uh, just at the moment, though, the gauntlet pretty heavily weighs in Pura Vita's favor for like, because uh, they have a hippie crippler, a raspberry hippie crippler. And it is like one of the most divine carts I have like ever oh. let touch my lips. And then they did a blunt and I with the it, same honey oil with the same honey oh, oil it's, and it's like it's mind blowing because you smell like this blunt and it smells like raspberries. like raspberries like it was funny when yes. I brought one of these home for us to try we're sitting there and you know I I took a dry haul on this blunt and it tasted like really nice like raspberries I'm like okay well that's probably not exactly what it's going to taste like when it smokes because like if you've ever done a dry haul versus when you actually light the joint and smoke it it tastes different usually you can kind of still taste the flavors there but it it's different once you ignite it like okay well you know that's still really nice raspberry i lit it i got it going and i like did a double take and like had to like stare at the blunt and just like what because it tasted exactly the same 
as the dry hall to me. And I just like shockingly passed it over to Gorilla, watched him do the exact same thing I did reaction wise. He passed it to Cherub and then he did the exact same reaction as well. Like it was, oh, these are still by far the my favorite blunt we've tried. And their, their honey oils are amazing because they also did that raspberry hippie crippler in a vape cart. But then they've also done, um, I've, I've tried their Tropic Thunder vape cart. Oh, that was really nice and like tropical. So like they're, they're really doing well with their honey oils. Like they do it in different forms too. Cause they also do it in like dispensers as well. Like they have, um, they have like a pink Kush indica honey oil and just like a dispenser. So they're, they're really getting their name out there for honey oil. <laughs> yeah. They're killing it. They are killing it. Cool. Oh yeah. Uh, and then who else does the honey oil? Uh, that was honestly the main one. The other one that we wanted to touch on, because if, if you go back and you listen to uh, oh, episode yeah. seven of our, of our first season where we talked about concentrates originally, uh, Cherub goes off about Top Leaf and his love for Top Leaf at the time, which is, is too <sighs> funny to see how much it's changed. I mean, it's been a year and... Yeah. Uh, I've been at... Uh, Okay, so me and uh, Top Leaf have a checkered past. Uh, <laughs> I loved uh, Top Leaf's strawberry. Um, God, why did I forget what it's? Yeah, strawberry cream. Yeah, I'm trying to purge it from my memories. I guess. <laughs> wow, but yeah, strawberry cream. It was literally got gorgeous, and it was like the what I would consider a god of buds. But. Um, you know, then they did it in their honey oil carts, and I just raved about it because, you know, the effects were the same, taste and smell weren't, but beyond the point. Uh, and then Pure Vita has shown me the error of every single one of my ways uh, <laughs> by creating uh, what is now Nectar of the Gods. <laughs> oh, honestly, Pure Vita is honey oil. That 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 raspberry oh. hip, hippie crippler is like strawberry margarita. Raspberry margarita. I don't know. I keep saying strawberry. But raspberry margarita. It has like that sweetness to a margarita behind it. And it mm-hmm. actually tasted like raspberries. Oh, so yeah. It good. was. Oh, it's amazing. So you can good. ever get your hands on it. I highly suggest it. It is really good. Yeah. Very tasty. It's worth the drive to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just come visit Canada just to smoke this blood. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's really all we wanted to talk about for honey oil. There's not a lot of people doing honey oils. Um, a couple other brands, but none that are doing it as successfully as yeah. Pura I'd say. Nobody's hitting it, <laughs> knocking it quite out of the park as far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well... Why don't we talk about uh, full spectrum now? Yeah, FSOs. Yeah. So we decided to look into two companies for these ones, Pure Poles and Fume. Uh, they they're both pulling about uh, eight to ten percent terpenes by uh, using completely different methods. Uh, so Pure Poles is doing a BHO extraction, whereas Fume is doing a CO two. Uh, CO2 is generally a little easier to, to, to do to get a pure product to actually have each of your 
let's call them puzzle pieces, like your THC and each terpene individually, um, before kind of building it back together into what you want as a final product. The downside is the equipment's generally very expensive. Yeah. You can get a really pure product, but you're paying a lot for it uh, to do your startup. The nice thing about distillate lately is because it is so readily available, um, the price for the consumer has gone down quite a bit. So you're finding distillate vapes or CO2 distillate vapes that are very cheap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the distillate vapes are definitely the cheapest ones out there. And like, that's why, like, they're not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's more common. So. Oh, yeah. And the nice thing about the full spectrum oils is you have the full spectrum, everything that's been pulled out of the plant, the THC, all of the terpenes, all of the cannabinoids, everything that you want from that plant, you're getting. The coolest difference though is looking at the extraction. So fume uses CO2 and they have a higher purity. They have about 70 to 75% THC purity. Whereas pure poles using their BHO extraction uh, generally has a more flavorful vape, but they're hitting 65 to 70. So about 5% less than what fume is able to hit just because they're not using the CO2 extraction and pulling that more pure THC product out. Which, you know, in either case isn't bad because there's like merit to both. One, if you are that like higher THC consumer, you get that. Or if you want that more flavorful, flavorful experience, you can just like coast in on that butane extraction. Oh, yeah. And as we discussed, higher THC doesn't necessarily mean a better high. It means a more peaked high, but more terpenes can also elongate that experience and make it a longer high which is always preferable all right well i think that was pretty much the different extraction methods for the most part um there's a couple more here uh there's these ones are kind of a little bit new there's not as many out there but there's a there's a live terpene yeah, we we came across this one. I believe it was only collab that we saw it doing yeah. what they claim their live terpene, which it was again, it was a live plant extract, uh, but they were trying to go more terpene heavy than THC heavy, mm-hmm. which is like a very cool and uh, experimental idea that I hope does well, because if you could get like more terpene kind of specific things going on you could do so many things like medically that would be quite useful like to for like self-medication because if you can find like oh i got this humulene one i can help with my inflammation and depression (laughs) oh yeah well the cool thing too is they they did a hydrocarbon extraction to get a terp sauce and they mixed a terp sauce with a distillate it's perfect yeah, so it's it's a bit of a blend, which I guess kind of brings us into our, our other topic. Yeah, we were going to talk about, like, hybrid vape carts. Because there's some companies out there that do a mix of, diff- of different extraction methods. Um, like, the most common one I've seen, I don't know if I've actually seen any others, but uh, the most common one I've seen is, like, a live resin mixed with a distillate. Yeah, uh, we saw a couple that were, yeah, live resin and live rosin mixed with distillate, um, and then this live terpene distillate mix. 
which really cool because you can kind of get a best of both worlds out of it. They can uh, boost their THC a little bit by using that distillate, but still have that full effect. So I'd almost, I don't, I'd almost think of it as a, a muted full spectrum effect. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, because if you're mixing it in with the distillate, you're going to dilute the full spectrum a little bit, but then you're still going to get more of that full spectrum than if you were just vaping pure distillate. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it is still a full spectrum oil in a sense, because you are still getting all of those oils from the plant originally, uh, just with a boosted THC. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I know there's a, there's a couple of brands that I've seen that do like the distillate and live resin mix that are pretty popular. Like uh, there's a tuna room mm-hmm. that does them. They're, uh, I know they're, they're a local brand here in Alberta. So I don't know if they've really gotten much else, like gotten out to anywhere else really in the country, but like they're super popular here in Alberta and yeah, they do a live resin and distillate mix, but like their vape cards have always sold really well wherever I've been and people always rave about them um, and then a newer one that I've also seen recently um, is a brand called Atomic A yeah it looks like they're a sub brand of Tuna Room actually are they really yeah from what I from what we were seeing yeah that's... yeah I think I, I remember I remember doing some research on them when the store I work at brought in one of their carts and it's uh, it's owned by an, an indigenous man and I think it, he partnered with them so that he could do his own. Oh, I love cards. when that happens. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he's, yeah, he's the one that I'm, you know, Atomic A. So, you know, <laughs> it's great. That's it's amazing. very Canadian. <laughs> very. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen that they do a live resin distillate mix. Oh, I love that. I almost feel like you have to throw the accent on there, right? It's atomic, eh? Atomic, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, okay, that truly is the end of the uh, vape cart extraction methods we really wanted to talk about. Um, I know Gorilla kind of briefly wanted to touch on the different, like, on, like, the heat differences between them. Yeah, um, I mean, the biggest difference between all of these methods of extraction is really the heat that they that they use while they're doing the process. Uh, we've mentioned volatile terpenes, right? We've mentioned that things can evaporate at room temperature given the right amount of time. So, actually, isopropyl alcohol is one of the extraction methods they use, and they'll just leave it at room temperature and let the alcohol itself dissipate. You can you can look up recipes on how to do things, just make sure you're doing it safely. Um, this is one of those things where there's no open flames because it's literally alcohol evaporating into the air, and it takes up to 24 hours for this to happen. Yes, yeah, so put it in a, do it in a place where you're not going to be smoking. Exactly. Or any kind of sparks. Oh yeah. If you ever are going to attempt any of these, make sure that you have the proper equipment please, and you've put all of the proper do processes. A ton of research. Um just if you're unsure, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're unsure, just stick to buying. Exactly. Already made concentrates. <laughs> CO2 extractions um they 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 need a, a bit of a higher temperature, so they generally can burn off some of the some of the more volatiles. But you get that more pure product out of it. 
Um, BHOs and PHOs are great because they're nice and low. PHOs are even lower, so they can end up burning a little cleaner. And cold ethanol, it's called cold ethanol for a reason, right? Those are nice and low, uh, about the same as a BHO and PHO, actually. So those processes are all nice and low temperatures that keep all of those volatiles in a good stable position where you're not losing them to evaporation. That's, I guess, really all I wanted to touch on with those. Yeah, huh, kind of a a brief little little segue there. Um, I think that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about. When it came to concentrates, yeah, uh, we did go into the other methods of forming different types of concentrates. We dive really deep into that with our other episodes. So if you want to learn more about that and you haven't checked that one out, I highly recommend going back and checking out our old concentrates episode. I would just like to point out to people that this was episode seven. So very new still. Um, And it was my first episode, so be gentle. And the editing was still very rough back then, so yeah. I apologize. It's, uh, we've gotten um, a year under our belt now since then, so things have changed for the better. In <laughs> but audition. there's still a lot of really good information in that episode. It's just, it's you know, awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when aren't we awkward? Like in our, uh, in our audition, we now have a weed chat track effect. That just plays over and scrubs all my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it is just a short episode this week. I know I was joking about us having a lot to talk about and it could be longer. But like, if we really did want to get into it, we could talk for hours about this. But we're not going to make you guys sit through that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's all we really wanted to cover. I good episode it was nice to kind of just actually kind of break down the different vapes that you can see out there i know it can be confusing when you're not you know in the store seeing them every day learning the differences it's it's difficult Yeah, thanks for listening guys um as always make sure you check out check out our website and our instagram page um we're always, you know, open to hearing from you guys, wanting suggestions, any questions you may have, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, the Both the website and the Instagram page will be in the description of the episode, just so you guys can see it spelled out and don't have to listen to me trying to spell things. <laughs> who wants to do that? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a great episode. It's nice to have you back, Carilla. Oh, yeah. It was nice being here again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I missed out last time. Yeah, yeah, it was a good episode without you. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah, no major incidents with the studio cats during recording this time, so that's a, that's a good one. Yes, <laughs> no calamitous incidents. <laughs> All right, well, uh, make sure you guys definitely keep an ear out for our next episode. We have some fun things that we've been teasing about for a while that are actually happening and i'm super excited for and i can't wait hope you guys enjoy it all right and remember everybody we we chat chat about about it. it